Welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Here is your host, Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof, a nationally recognized health educator, author of the award-winning book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, and creator of the Talk Puberty app. And welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof. This is episode number 91. It's the trivia game for winter into spring episodes 2023. There will be 13 questions overall, in which I will pause after stating the question or statement, true false statement, two times. So I can give you a chance to figure out the answer and then I'll provide the correct answer. So let's begin. Question number one. And note, all of these questions refer to the past 12 episodes of the Puberty Prof podcast, which are episodes 79 to 90. So question number one. Young people experience only physical changes during their preteen and teen years. True or false? Young people experience only physical changes during their preteen and teen years. True or false? And the correct answer is false. Young people experience so many different changes. And if you listen to that episode of number 79, you would discover that children will experience meat changes, which include social, mental, emotional, environmental, physical, and spiritual changes. So the answer here is that children experience many changes, not just physical changes during the preteen and teen years. Question number two. One communication barrier that often stops or inhibits parent-child talks on sexuality is A, talking before the expiration date, B, talking on the expiration date, C, talking after the expiration date. One communication barrier that often stops or inhibits parent-child talks on sexuality is A, talking before the expiration date, B, talking on the expiration date, or C, talking after the expiration date? And the correct answer is C, talking after the expiration date. And if you're wondering what the expiration date is, it's that time in which your young person is already partaking in certain behaviors. And Dr. Flores, he was on episode 80 and 81. He talked about barriers and then bridges. And he had noted that the expiration date that we wanna talk before this expiration date. So a barrier is talking after. So let's try to talk with young people sooner than later. And that answer of B, talking on the expiration date, we recommend that you talk way before the expiration date. Again, that date is before young people are actually partaking in sexual behaviors. Question number three, 
One communication bridge that helps parents and young people have positive sexuality talks is using teachable moments. One communication bridge that helps parents and young people have positive sexuality talks is using teachable moments, true or false? And the answer is true. Teachable moments are those moments in which something comes up. Maybe a child asks a question, or maybe you see something in a TV show or on a movie, or you hear something in a song, or you know your child is looking at something. So that's a teachable moment. And that's a great time to talk, which is a communication bridge. Communication bridges help our communication be as positive as they can be. Question number four. As young people get older, their number of influences decrease, true or false? As young people get older, their number of influences decrease, true or false? The correct answer is false. If you listened in, in which Judy, Judy Lobianco, who was Shape America's president some years ago, uh, she talked about how so many influences exist and as children age, they actually increase. So the older we get, we have more and more influences. Question number five. What is a habit that helps us love ourselves more and or better? A, moving our bodies. B, limiting social media time. C, being grateful to our bodies and all that our bodies can do, just also called honoring our bodies. Or D, all answers are correct. So number five again is, what is a habit that helps us love ourselves more and or better? A, moving our bodies. B, limiting social media time. C, being grateful to our bodies and all that our bodies can do, which is also honoring our bodies. Or D, all answers are correct. And the correct answer for number five is, all answers are correct. I had done that episode on Valentine's Day and it was about loving oneself on Valentine's Day, and that includes moving our bodies. We know that when we move, we have these natural hormones that are released and they actually help us feel better. And then that limiting of social media time, that allows us to lessen the negative influences we see in which we might compare ourselves to things. So let's not compare ourselves and let's even limit how much we look at our social media. And then see, be grateful to our bodies and all that our bodies can do. I explained on that episode, and that was episode 83, I explained that to thank your body, thank your hips, thank your height, thank all parts of your body for doing what it's doing, including your brain working so wonderfully. Question number six. According to Stavros, beautiful means figuring out who we truly are. True or false? According to Stavros, Beautiful means figuring out who we truly are, true or false. And the correct answer is true. Stavros was uh, a young adult in his early 20s in, uh, who I connected through on his podcast. He's in Greece, and he talked about how the word beautiful to him in Greece is that it's not about this external part of who we are, but it's about us figuring out more and more about who we truly are. 
And I love that. I love that, that he had said that. And that was episode 84. Question seven. How can we help young people and ourselves be healthier with technology? A, by learning self-regulation tools. B, by never using technology. C, by having tech-free times or days. Or D, all of the above. So number seven again is, how can we help young people and ourselves be healthier with technology? A, by learning self-regulation tools. B, by never using technology. Or C, by having tech-free times and or days. Or D, all of the above. The correct answer is A and C. Getting a little sneaky here in the trivia game. So A, we can learn self-regulation tools, which will help us be healthier with technology. And what that means is that we, we learn about being aware of whether or not we're getting addicted technology or are we using technology to, to get in the ways of succeeding in other areas of our lives or from even distracting us from like other things that we enjoy. Um, do we need to have time limits on it? And then see having tech-free times, that's, that's a self-regulation tool in its own way by noting that, okay, on Saturdays, I try to on Saturdays, not get involved in technology as much as I can. Sometimes I go 24 hours straight without using technology, except for texting or phone or phone calls. So by the answer here uh, of B, by never using technology, that would be a challenge in the year 2023. That's why that's not one of the correct answers for this one. Question number eight. People can learn how to cope with typical levels of anxiety. True or false? People can learn how to cope with typical levels of anxiety. True or false? And the correct answer is true. Dr. Terry Bacow was on episode 86 in which she talked about her book on anxiety and how sometimes we just have anxiety in our life, not just, but it's a reality in our life that we're all going to have anxiety at some time. So we can learn how to cope with the typical levels of anxiety. When levels of anxiety increase to a point where we can't cope healthfully with them, it's a great idea to go and seek additional support or help. Question number nine. It is normal to not feel normal sometimes, especially when experiencing the changes of puberty. True or false? It is normal to not feel normal sometimes, especially, especially when experiencing the changes of puberty. True or false? And Jessica Matheson, she was on this episode and she's the Shape America's Teacher of the Year for Health in 2022. I, she talked about how it's true that, you know, there's normals and then there's not so normal stuff and it is normal to not feel normal. So that might be sounding silly, especially when going through puberty, sometimes we just don't feel normal and that's normal. So go and seek a support person if you have these feelings though. So they can remind you that what you're going through is typical and normal <laughs> across the board for the most part. Number 10, 
which skill do we teach to young people to ensure they get correct and reliable information? A, advocacy skills. B, analyzing influences. C, accessing valid and reliable sources. Or D, all are correct. Question number 10 again is, which skill do we teach to young people to ensure they get correct and reliable information? A, advocacy skills. B, analyzing influences. C, accessing valid and reliable sources. Or D, all are correct. And the correct answer here is accessing valid and reliable sources and resources. So I know sometimes those words are we use interchangeably, but basically we want young people and adults to get correct and reliable information. So we talk about, we can use that, that access word as an acronym to make sure that when we go find information, we, we make sure it's valid and reliable. Question number 11, what is recommended a person do if they get their period unexpectedly? A, yell at their caregiver. B, go to a trusted adult or peer for help. C, panic. Or D, no answers are correct. So number 11 again is, what is recommended a person do if they get their period unexpectedly? A, yell at their caregiver. B, go to a trusted adult or peer for help. C, panic. D, no answers are correct. And the correct answer is, B, go to a trusted adult or peer for help. I know sometimes we yell at others, we feel anxious, and we sometimes take our feelings out on others. We try not to do that. It's a coping skill at times, but we need to mend that. C, panic. Try not to panic because this does happen. Sometimes anybody that can have their period gets it unexpectedly because our cycles can be not always happening at the same time that we expect. So our cycles can be erratic at times. Uh, and so don't panic, but yet go to a trusted adult or peer for help. So something, a little side um, thing that happens at times that if we go into the bathroom and we note that we have our period and we weren't expecting it and we don't have anything for our periods, we can ask the other people in the bathroom for if they have a pad or a tampon. And sometimes they even have them out on a shelf for free or in a little machine. So try not to panic or yell at someone, yet go to a trusted adult or peer. Question number 12. Healthy decision-making includes thinking about all possible choices and their consequences before making a decision, true or false. Healthy decision-making includes thinking about all possible choices and their consequences before making a decision, true or false. And the correct answer is true. So healthy decision-making, what that is, is that we actually pause and we, we think about all the possible choices. Sometimes people are like, well, it's either one or the other choice. Usually there are other choices. So to pause and to think about possible choices. And then what are the pros and cons for each choice? That is a healthy decision-making skill. And I think the health teachers that are teaching this to young people. I think it's really neat that we're providing more and more skills to young people. Question 13, the last but not least, items that help parents and other caregivers talk with young people about puberty and other age and appropriate topics are, A, the Talk Puberty app, 
B, the book titled Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, C, the Puberty Chit Chat Cards, or D, all are correct. Items that help parents and other caregivers talk with young people about puberty and other age-appropriate topics are A, the Talk Puberty app, B, the book titled Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, C, the Puberty Chit Chat Cards, or D, all are correct. And if you played this game in the past, you're going to know the answer because I do repeat this one. I do want to talk about the tools that are out there in which all of the answers here are correct. We have so many tools out there. These are some that I actually created because of my research that I've done with parents and other caregivers in which they admit they need tools. And then children have even used these items and they love them. So the Talk Puberty app, that includes over 100 something questions that are commonly asked by young people. And there's different sections like uh, questions about most children, questions about most girls, about most boys. And there's a whole bunch of questions and then an age and developmentally appropriate answer that's on the app, it appears. For the book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, that has over 500 questions that children ha have asked me or other health teachers about puberty. So, and again, age and developmentally appropriate answers are supplied. And in the back of that book are the puberty chit chat cards, but you can also see them separately. Uh, if you go to my website, laurireichel.com, you'll find them. So all of these answers are correct. These are just some of the tools that exi exist to help parents and other caretakers. So I thank you so much for listening in. I wonder how well you did feel free to send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or even to my website, laurireichel.com or pubertyprof.com because this concludes the trivia game of winter into spring 2023. Thanks so much for playing and I hope that you have a happy and healthy day. Thank you for listening to the Puberty Prof Podcast where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow The Puberty Prof on Twitter or Instagram. The Puberty Prof, Lori Reichel, wants to hear from you. Go to pubertyprof.com or click on the link in this episode's description. There you can find more information, as well as ask questions to be answered by the Puberty Prof in a future episode. That's pubertyprof.com. Also, remember to check out the Talk Puberty app and the book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty. Until next time, this is the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics.